people, what's up? Happy Monday. I'm your boy Chris J. All the sports and loves me back. People, I had a great weekend. It was a lot going on. First off, my birthday was on Saturday. I turned 26. And people, I had a great birthday, a great, a great fun weekend. Just celebrating my life because birthdays, you got to cherish them. And people, someone did not live to see another birthday. And so just to be alive for another birthday for another year, that is a blessing, people. People, I'm 26. I'm, I'm mature and wise. I'm on the bigger and better things. I'm always up elevating and learning more and getting better at my craft every single day. Every single week, yearly, daily, this is a movement. This is a lifestyle, people. I love the sports and it loves me back. And people, I'm back once again on my grind for season three, episode one. And people, I have a lot to talk about today because it's so much stuff going on in the sports world. Football, basketball, it's so many sports, people. And Chris J is here to tell y'all what's up, what's popping, and how I do it. Now, people, let's rock and let's roll. Now, people, week 11 of the NFL was supposed to be a fun week coming to the week. Just, you know, the matchups was happening. And one matchup that caught everybody's attention was the, was the Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. First off, coming to the game, you know, the Cowboys 72. The Chiefs are they're six and four. They've won a couple games in a row. You know, the Chiefs beat the Raiders, blew them out. The Cowboys beat those Falcons, blew them out. So both teams came into a, a win, a rhythm, ready to play, trying to make a statement, you know. And people in the sports, some games mean more than others mean they're statement games. They're games that's not just regular season games. You circle when that schedule comes out. You circle certain games on that paper, statement game. This game means something more. This is a because these are two playoff teams, two teams that can potentially go to the Super Bowl. Yes, I said it because the Cowboys, how they've been playing lately this year with Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, you have C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, you have you have great players defensively and offensively. The Kansas City Chiefs, you know Tyree Kill. Tyreek Hill, I mean, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, McCole Hartman. You have players on the defense and offense, the Honey Badger. You know, so it's just a lot going on that going to this game. Like, okay, how are these teams going to look? Because this is a good matchup. And people, you know, I thought this game was going to be a pretty high-scoring game. I, I, I kind of picked the Cowboys to win this game because I've seen how Dallas been playing the past couple of all season, they've been a better team than Kansas City going to the game. I said, I think mean, Cowboys, you know, they're playing good. They're 7-2. They're in a tougher division. They've been tested. They've played really good. And on the other end, KC has really struggled some games, and they have not beat really a good contending team all season. So I thought the Cowboys, they'll probably win this football game. It should be a close game. But I can say this. The Chiefs proved me wrong. They won 19-9. Now, I did. Now, watching this game, you know, I seen the first half. I thought the Chiefs were about to put a number on the Dallas Cowboys. I said, this offense, they look like the old offense. They're lethal. They're just in a groove. And Patrick Mahomes throwing everybody, doing what he does. You know, they're in a groove. But the Dallas Cowboys defense, that in that second half, they play outstanding. They held the Chiefs to really just the, the whole second half of three points. The three points held them. You know, they played a great game. Michael Parsons, he's the real deal. Had a strip sack, a couple 
Um, he's a he's a great player. And you have to credit that defense to the Dallas Cowboys because if you hold the Chiefs to 19 points on the road in Arrowhead, you have to you have to take that. You're gonna take that because you was thinking like with that Prescott and how this offense been playing, they can score more than 19 points. That's just my mindset because they've been clicking all season. Besides the game with the Broncos, they've been clicking. But you know, and but that Chiefs defense, you have to credit them more. Because that Prescott had a bad game. He had a, a fumble, two picks. The guy going into the, the fourth quarter, he was throwing like for 89 yards. He did not play a good football game at, at all. And while and that Prescott for the game, you know, he only had 216 yards passing on 43 attempts and two turnovers. No, three turnovers. He played god awful. Now, of course, every player had their bad games, but in certain games, their statement game, you have to play great because this team, you may see them down the road in the playoffs or the Super Bowl. That's why it means so much more. And so that Chiefs defense, the past couple weeks, you know, they've, they've, they, they, well, early in the season, they've been looking bad, playing bad, playing God awful of that defense. But the past couple weeks, you know, they've been playing pretty good. They had, they've won four straight games because during this four stretch, that was their toughest matchup because they had the, the Packers, they had the Raiders, they had the Cowboys. And of course, with Green Bay, Rodgers Rogers did not play, but they still won that game. That was still a tough game. They won that game. They beat the Raiders, a division rival, blew them out in their own stadium in Las Vegas. And then you beat a Dallas Cowboys team that's been clicking the past couple weeks. They've been red hot. And, you know, they've won some, some good games. So they've proven themselves. The Chiefs are 7-4, and four, and they keep on getting better. Now, they're not dominating teams how they usually do. But in sports, a win is a win and a loss is a loss. They've been winning games. They're winning. I would take an ugly loss than a great, an ugly win than a great loss any day of the week. Because end of the day, it matters about wins and losses. And they won the football game, and they're seven and four, and they lead the AFC West. Now the Chargers, they're right behind them. Uh, they're six and four. They won last night. Justin Herbert, he looked really good. You know, but going back to the Chiefs and Cowboys, you know, um, now the uh, the question is, what's next for the uh, Dallas Cowboys? You know, the Dallas Cowboys, they play on. Thanksgiving playing the Raiders. They should be the Raiders, but the Cowboys are banged up right now. CD Lamb let, uh, yesterday had a concussion, left the game, didn't play in the second half. Amari Cooper, he's been unvaccinated, so he's not playing this game Thursday. He may come back in a in about a week or two weeks. We don't know right now as far as the stats we're playing right now. And so it's just a, a tough time for that Dallas with t- players getting hurt and banged up in COVID. And so we have to see what's in there for the Cowboys. But that does not matter to me because you have that Prescott. That Prescott, he's making $75 million this year. He got his money. He got paid. He is the second highest paid quarterback, I believe, in all the National Football League. That Prescott, I don't care you were under, under man. I don't care. You have to play better. Nine points. Nine points on the road. And you are Mr. $75 million himself. You have to play better. Make the game competitive. Play a game. The Chiefs are here to 19 points. You mean to tell me you couldn't get 17 points, 18 points, 20 points? Come on, Dad. You better than that. Of course you had a bad game. But that's no excuse. Because Patrick Mahomes, he played a good game. 
but their offense was still here at 19 points because of your Dallas defense that came to play. They played good. You hold the Chiefs to 19 points. I would take that any day of the week. I hold the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the most high-power offense in this in history of football, to 19 points with all those weapons offensively. You got to tip your hat to the Cowboys defense, but at the same time, it, a dad Prescott, you dropped the ball. I still love your dad. You were still a bad boy. You got to bounce back Thursday and get that win because that was an ugly loss. Now, going back to the Chiefs. The Chiefs, you know, um, the question is right now, the AFC, the AFC is pretty much wide open because this is probably the first year on both on the NFC and AFC that you don't really know who going to Who's coming out? Because the Super Bowl is a question mark right now because the AFC is wide open. You have so many teams because it seems like the Chiefs, they're in the ballpark. The Titans, you have the Ravens, you have the Chargers, you have the Bills, you have uh, the Steelers. You have a lot of teams that's in the mix. Um, a lot of teams that seem like you have that's in the mix to make something happen. And it's just, you know, a joy to watch because right now I don't know who had the edge because the Colts, they went in good. A couple of games, they lost in overtime early in the season. So the Colts, they've been clicking. The Colts, and so they beat the Bills bad yesterday. You know, so um, the AFC is wide open right now. I can literally say I don't know who's going to come out of the AFC. But I will say this, though. One thing that the Chiefs have the edge over any team in the AFC is experience, playoffs. The playoffs matter. The playoffs and the regular season are totally different. The Chiefs been there, done that. So that's why I probably would edge the Chiefs, maybe. But right now, I can't really say that because the Chiefs have to have to prove to me like they can put a great game offensively, offensively versus an elite team. But we shall see because. But the Chiefs, it's a ton of teams. I feel like they are confident right now. But, you know, it's just tough because this year, any team can come out of the AFC or NFC. Any team right now. And it's just uh, a joy to watch. That's what I love. It's not like it's not one-sided that you know who's going to the Super Bowl. This year, you do not know. It's up in the air for both divisions, both conferences. And I'm very excited to see what's going to transpire in the near future. Now, people, I must stay in the NFL. because Why? Because people... I love the sports and it loves me back because yesterday, you know, it was some it was some pretty good games. It was some really good games. The Chargers beat those Steelers 41-37. You know, Justin Herbert, he is a bad man. Because I've been telling people for the past couple of months, in my opinion, Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, he is the real deal. He is, he, he's that guy. He's, he, he's a joy to watch. He's special and it's just a privilege watching him play because watching that game yesterday, he put a performance on. 382 yards passing, three touchdowns. They did throw one pick, but hey, everybody throws picks. But the fact that, you know, the team was up 17 points, they kind of blew a lead. But when it mattered most, the pressure was at its highest. What he did, he marched down the field and scored a touchdown and took the lead back and took that 41-37 victory lead. He's a bad boy. He is. He's just as good as Patrick Mahomes. I don't care what anybody says. I watch Pat Mahomes play. I watch. I watch Herbert play. I don't see a gap. I mean, people say. I mean, yeah, Pat Mahomes. He's. 
he's more proven because he won a Super Bowl. He has an MVP. But based on this year, like, you can argue that Herbert has been just as good as or better than Pat Mahomes. And, like, I don't see much of a gap in my opinion. I believe Herbert is just as good, you know, um, just as good. And, and, and he's had a great season as well, too. So I um, just got to see because those two teams are both in the AFC West. They play in a couple weeks. They're going to collide. The first time the Chiefs did lose to those Chargers in Kansas City. Now, this game will be in SoFi. We'll be in La La. L.A., the sunshine, the palm trees, everything, the lifestyle, everything. All the stars coming to the game. So we shall see who's going to be the cream of the crop in that division, the Chiefs or the Chargers. Because both teams are playing good right now. The Chargers are on the Chiefs' tail. They're right there. So we shall see what's going to happen. And now in the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, um, they're five and four and one. You know, um, starting out the season, I thought they'll be god awful, but they've been playing pretty good. I believe they're they're a playoff team. They're in the mix. You know, they can make the playoff. They have a, they have a chance. You know, um, so just watching them play, uh, this team, they're a pretty good team. You know, Ben had th- uh, three touchdowns, two hundred seventy. A three-yard passing, and so played a, a good game. But until that last drive, when he pretty much just got sacked twice and just look, it was pretty much over then. But the Pittsburgh Steelers are a good team. I've been watching them. You know, I don't. You know, I I do think they can try to sneak in that wild card. It depends how the chips fall. But we shall see what happens, people. Now, people, you know, um, those two games caught my attention the most because those games were just were the two biggest games in me on Sunday because two big, two big games. So I was a joy to watch those games. It was fun to watch. Now, people, I have to switch it up to the NBA because, you know, all the talk was about the Pistons, Lakers, you know, uh, the Mellows at the Palace Part 2, well, 2.0, whatever you say, with LeBron James um, elbowing Stewart. He won the players from the Pistons. Um, you know, it got into an altercation. Well, it wasn't an altercation. Pretty much, they're at the free throw line, and LeBron James, he basically, you know, two grown men are fighting for a position, and LeBron James, he, you know, he elbowed him in the face. Now, LeBron James, that was a flagrant two play, and he deserved to get ejected. He deserved to get ejected, but that was not LeBron James' intentions to, to elbow the guy. It just happened in sports. It happens. Thing, people, people, I played sports my whole life. I've been bold in my mouth, my teeth. I've been bold. I've been bold. In, I've got bold in the eye. I had a swole eye. I, I broke my wrist playing, ba- like playing basketball. I, it happens, people. Something just happened. That's not me. That's, it, it's intentional because there's no way LeBron James... No, his thought process was not, oh, we're down 15 points. I'm going to hurt somebody. No, it's just how it happened. Things happen in sports every day. But my thing, what I took it is this. Stewart, um, I don't know his first name, but um, I know his last name, Stewart. Pretty young guy, 20 years old, very athletic player and whatnot. But I will say this. Um, I will say this. When he was on his knees, when LeBron bowed him, you know, he... He seemed he was bleeding from his eye pretty badly, you know. When he got up and he walked up to LeBron and got in his face, you know, then they broke it up. If you really wanted to hit somebody, you would have just hit him right then. If someone bows me in my eye to a point where I get so mad, as soon as we I see you, 
soon as we come face to face, I'm just swinging and hitting you. But no, he's going to wait till he gets broken up to walk away and try to run to LeBron, all this and that. And knowing people are going to break the fight up with all those security guards, all the players, all the coaches, then you're going to walk back and try to run full speed and knocking players down, knocking people down, knocking security down, making a big mess, just wanting attention. Just want attention, you sorry joker. Really? If you're damn in the back of the locker room trying to run to the Lakers locker room to find LeBron, all this and that and the third, all for attention. Let's be honest, people. He was not going to touch LeBron James. That's LeBron James. And the Lakers team was not letting that happen. Russell Westbrook, he's squaring up trying to fight too. What's up? What's up? What's up? So, people, all I'm saying is this. If you really want to fight somebody... Just fight him. Just hit him. He got the chance to. Don't try to try to make have your Kodak moment. Hey, I got beef with LeBron. You know, LeBron, I want this smoke. Man, LeBron James ain't studying you. That was an accident. And then in a fist fight, I would take LeBron James over him. I just would. Uh, LeBron, he had no intention to do that. It happens every day in sports, people. Get over it. It happens. Now, I seen the video... You know, LeBron did bow him pretty good. So, from his point of view, I would have got mad, too. I would have been fed up, you know, want to fight, too. But at the same time, if you really want to fight someone, when he, when him and LeBron was, was face-to-face for eye-to-eye for about that three or four second span, he should have just got a cheap shot then, right then, boom, if you really want to fight somebody. But don't try to make it a, a big scene. That's all I'm saying. Now, I believe that the that the boy will get suspended by one or two games for not leaving the floor with a great, like, just like a professional. He made a big scene, you know, just making attention. And that took, that took about 15, 20 minutes of a waste of time waiting and prolonging the game, you know. So it's just, uh, it happens. Get over it. And get over and move forward, you know. If, if you really want to talk to LeBron, or fight LeBron, hey, hit him up on Instagram, Twitter. Hey, bro, I need my fade. I need that one. What's up? Pull up. If you really want to fight, man, that's all I'm saying. If you, if you really want to fight someone, y'all can meet someone and fight. But I look at it as, as, as attention. That was his Kodak moment. LeBron James, I need my attention. I need my fame. I need my five, my 10 seconds of fame. I need the fame. I need it. Because this LeBron James, he's the face of the NBA, King James. I need that moment. But, hey, I mean, things happen, people, you know, but it happens. Get over it and just move forward. Because at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, I look at stuff as, you know, my family's watching. I represent my family, you know. I represent them every time I, I, I'm on the court, you know, no matter what. My image is very important to me. So why would you want to just try to fight someone? I understand not. If it was intentional, now this was 1980s and 70s, yes, they would have fought, fought, fight. But this time is different. It's a different time. Think that's not going to fly. Then you do fight. You're going to get fined a lot of money. That won't that won't affect LeBron because LeBron is very rich. Just saying, and Stewart, you're not rich as LeBron too. So you got to think about things like that. So just pump the brakes, move forward, and next time, and just play better with your play. 
Be angry with the way you play and play better on the court. Don't try to fight. Take it out on LeBron playing basketball because that's your job. You're a professional athlete. You're not a UFC fighter. You're not a boxer. This is not hockey where they just let you fight. Because I was at a hockey game this past uh, last Monday, and they fought four times, and the referees let them fight. This is not hockey. This is basketball. They're not going to let you fight. So be a professional. Get over it. Get those stitches and move forward and play basketball, man, and chill. We understand you're mad, but my guy, chill, relax, and pump the brakes. Thank you. Now, I must talk about this player. You know, he's he, he been on the team for about a week now, maybe over a week now. You know, but I haven't talked about him yet, you know, because i just been waiting and seeing and whatnot. You know, I, I've been hearing so much stuff about him. You know, he, and he's a distraction. He's too much attention for him. He's just a cancer. He just, he, he requires too much attention. He just like, he just, a, you know, he's just so much a big name in sports. And the guy I'm, I must talk about is a guy by the name of Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ. OBJ, you know, officially he left those Browns a weeks ago. They released him, and he's a Los Angeles Ram now. Congrats, OBJ, about to be your father. Congratulations. Fatherhood is great. I'm not a father yet, but still uh, just basically seeing how fatherhood is, I pro- it's probably a great feeling. But back to football. OBJ, my man. I'm glad he's out of Cleveland because the problem was, was, was the problem too was Baker Mayfield because both of them, I feel like they just didn't click together. It's kind of like when you're dating a girl for a couple years and it's just like, y'all just don't miss. Y'all keep trying to make it work over and over and over, but it's just not working. You're trying to stay with this person because you're trying to make it work. You're trying to see where it could go, but it's going nowhere. And sometimes... You could be with a team or a situation that's a waste of time. It's dead. The situation is dead. There's nothing you can do to fix it. It's not going to be fixed or changed. And sometimes the best thing to do is just walk away from a, a, a certain situation because it's not going to get any better no matter what you do or he do. It's just not meant to be. And that's how I felt at the OBJ situation. Cleveland was not meant to be. Cleveland, it was not a good fit. It wasn't a good mesh. It's over. And I'm, I'm happy that OBJ, he's in L.A. Because, people, when you play sports and you know you play sports and whatnot, and when you want to be at a certain place, you're happier because I want to be here. I really want to be here. I want to work for this company because this is what I love to do, makes me happy. Or I want to be with a certain girl because she makes me happy. She makes me a better man every day. It makes you work a whole lot better and it's less stress because you want to be there. Instead of being somewhere where you just don't want to be. It's cold. We don't mesh. I don't like this person. I hate going to work. I hate people I work with. I don't even talk to them. It just makes everything a whole lot worse. Why? Because you don't like it. It's not in you. It's not in your, it's not in your heart. You don't want to be there. And so that affects sometimes your performance. In, in certain situations, because why? You're not happy. You don't want to be there. And then you with a guy that's just refusing to throw you the football. Now, some, I, now I will say OBJ did drop some passes. Yes, he did. But I'm watching those games. 
It's plenty of game, but OBJ is wide open. But Baker is not throwing him the football. He's just not throwing the ball. It's like he refuses to throw the ball to OBJ. I do not want to give this man the ball. And it's just, you know, unfortunate. But I'm glad he's in L.A. And the first game he did play, yes, he had two catches for 18 yards. Yes. But people jumping on him, oh, he ain't did nothing yet. People. People. In life, some stuff, you got to let it marinate. Process. It's a new system. New coaches. New players. New quarterback. New city. He has to get acclimated. He, the great wall of China was not built in one day, people. He has to learn the playbook. That's a whole new playbook with OBJ. He's going to be fine. The Rams are, are going to be fine. You have to get used to the new schemes, new everything. It, it's a new scenery. It's like moving to a different city. It's like moving to a different city. When I'm first move, when I'm going back to Georgia in like probably about a week and a half, move back to Georgia. But when I first moved to Florida, I had to had to make, like, just a process. I doubt, okay, how is the life down here? Because it's different. It's not the same. It takes time, people. So y'all stop jumping on OBJ. The man just got there. Like, seriously. Like, really. He just got there. Like, y'all expect the man to have three touchdowns for 150-something yards first game there. No, it's not going to happen. Let the man get acclimated. Learn the system. Get to a rhythm of playing with Matthew Stafford and playing with certain players. The different city. It's not easy. It takes time. It's going to take a couple of weeks to get right. It is. It's not going to be easy. So, I mean, I hope OBJ has a great rest of the season and proves y'all people wrong and his haters wrong because he's still an elite receiver, in my opinion. He is. He is. And I know Matthew Stafford is going to get that ball to him and also a be a team player, which he is because he wasn't complaining about Cleveland. He was not complaining. Like he said in his press conference interview some weeks ago in Cleveland, he said, you know, they don't pay James Harden to play defense. They don't. They play, they play James Harden to play offense, to drop 40 points, 30 points, 12 assists. That's why they pay this man. They don't pay this man for defense. So OBJ basically saying, they pay me for offense to make something happen. I'm a playmaker. I'm a game changer. That's why they play me. They don't play me you know, for just to, to play defense. He's an offensive player. He's a wide receiver. They don't play Kevin Durant for defense, Steph Curry for defense. I've never seen a great defensive player get paid a big max contract, like $200 plus million. I'm talking about like box office players. Well, I think about the players like, I don't know, uh, even football, Patrick Mahomes, um, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Dad Prescott, Josh Allen, and the list goes on. They don't play them players for defense. They play them for offense. Why? Because they the playmakers. They make something happen. I've never seen a defensive player beside now football is different. Like a defensive end, yes, that's different. Like oh, like like a pass rush is different. But like most of the time, the big bucks go to the offensive players in basketball. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, list goes on. Damian Lillard. They don't play them the big buck for defense. They don't. Just saying. 
I've never seen a guy that just plays defense, but no, that plays no offense or has no offensive game like that, get paid of the most money on the team. It's not going to ever happen, period. So offense matters in sports more than matters. I mean, yes, defense win championships, but offense still those tickets. People come and see the offense. I've never heard a, a fan say, yeah, man, I'm going to the game to see uh, uh, Donald get 10 sacks today, five sacks. They're going to say, I'm going to see Patrick Mahomes throw five touchdowns and Tyree Kill throw, yeah, put a show on. Travis Kelsey, they don't sit down to the defense. No. We care about offense, the fans. Why? Because the offense is exciting. That, puts, that makes the money. It, it just makes perfect sense. So, OBJ, do your thing, bro. Prove your daughter's wrong. And one day, I'll have you on the show. We'll be laughing about this because I believe in you. Chris J believes in you. Chris J believes in you, OBJ. You got this, man. You got this. You got this, bro. Prove it wrong. Keep getting better and better and better. And I know you're going to dominate. I know you are. I believe in you because I know I see the talent. And I'm and I might go to player two with Cam Newton. Going to Cam Newton for a second. I hope Cam Newton, he's be, he been playing pretty good the past couple weeks in Carolina. Cam Newton, I'm glad he got a, another opportunity because he's a starting quarterback in this National Football League. I hate how this notion how how the media or people try to make these players like they're just washed. I'm looking like, what y'all looking at? Because OBJ is not washed. Cam Newton is not washed. Because Cam Newton, I'm being realistic. Cam Newton better than Ben Roethlisberger. He better than Big Ben. At this point in their career, Cam Newton better than Ben Roethlisberger. He is. He is. You got players like Ron Fitzpatrick, certain players in the league, like, what? And all them rookies, nothing like, but like, none of those rookies are better than Cam Newton. Nah, not most of them aren't. I'm just saying, like, it just, uh, it just, it's just unfortunate that he's been disrespected for so many years. Because, in my opinion, Jalen Hurts is not better than Cam Newton, in my opinion. I just don't think that. I feel like Cam Newton, he's better than at least about five, or, at least between five, about four to five or eight quarterbacks in the league. I believe he's better than, or he, or he's just good as them. So I know he can be a starter, a quarterback in the league. Better than Tyrod Taylor, but for the Texans. So how in the world does Cam Newton not been, he been unemployed, like, on or off the past couple of years. Like, really? What are we doing at that? Cam Newton is a starting quarterback in this league, and he is Cam Newton. And I hope he plays great, and I hope the Carolina Panthers, during the offseason, they sign him long-term, like a two-year, three-year deal. I hope they do because he's a good quarterback still. He can make something happen. He's Superman, for crying out loud. Put some respect on his name. Now, yesterday... They did lose to the Redskins. But hey, Cam Newton played a good a pretty good game. Like, I just don't understand what's up with the disrespect between with him and OBJ. Stop putting the narrative on these athletes that they're just washed. They're not washed. Cam Newton and, and Odell Beckham Jr. are good quarterbacks. I mean, a good receiver and a good quarterback. So put some respect on their names. And Cam Newton won an MVP. Won an MVP. Most quarterbacks in the league have not won an MVP. The past couple of seasons, 
you know, Matt Ryan won MVP, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Um, it's been a couple quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's not been, you know, most quarterbacks have not won MVP. Lamar Jackson won MVP. But most quarterbacks have not won MVP. Cam New has won MVP in 2015, people. That was not long ago. That was not long ago. Just saying. Cam Newton is a is a good quarterback still. He's a starting quarterback in the National Football League. He is. Now, people, today is Monday. It's Monday Night Football. I must talk about those Tampa Bay Buccaneers and those New York Giants. You know, the Buccaneers, you know, um, they are 6-3. They're 6-3, people. They've lost back-to-back games. Back-to-back games. You know, um, they're 6-3, the Giants 3-6. They lost to the Washington, it was the Saints and the Washington football team. And so, on the Saints, you know, Brady, you know, they lost 27-36. Brady played, played pretty good. Threw for a lot of yards, but had three turnovers. You know, that was the deciding factor between losing. Then you lost to a bad Washington football team, a team that's not good in my opinion. Uh, they're three and six. I mean, they're three and uh, we are three and six, four and six around that record, but they're not very good. And so, and you know, it lost back to back. And so the team is just has not looked their best. They're the defending champions. They got to get better. I think right now they're so banged up. With A.B.'s ankle, Rob Gronkowski, the secondary has been depleted because players are injured. Players on IR are are not playing. And so the key, they can't get healthy right now. And so, but, you know, but the Bucs got to tighten up. Tonight, they cannot lose tonight. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose tonight, if they lose to the the, uh, New York Giants, the Daniel freaking Jones, Danny Dimes, who's not very good in my opinion, if they lose to the Giants, I'm just saying this. I'll be like, if y'all lose to the Giants, y'all would not go back to the Super Bowl. Y'all better not lose to the Giants. Y'all better mop the floor with them. I don't want to see no close game going down to the wire. I want perfection. Y'all got to get back on track because Sunday, you got a red hot coach team. You're playing. Your coach team, you're playing. And I believe you're playing at Indy. So you better tighten up. It's time to put up a shut up. It's time to play. I don't care who ain't playing. You got Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. You got Godwin still. Evans. Bray. You got players that can make something happen. You got still a good front four on deep side of the ball. Make something happen. Win games. Because it starts tonight. You're 6-3. You're in the NFC. How the Cardinals looking? They winning games without Colin Murray. It went out Hopkins. They eight and two, nine and two. They're clicking. They've been the best team far as record-wise in all season in the NFC. Then you have the Packers. The Packers did lose yesterday, but still, they are an elite team. You have the, the Cowboys. You have the Rams. You're in a tough division. So it's time to get off the losing streak. Time to win games and play football. Let's go. Now, people. Here's my podcast, season three, episode one. Your boy Chris J is back. I love y'all. People, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a girlfriend, boyfriend, mama, dad, or grandmama. I don't care. Just tell the people and spread the word. And people, be great. Set goals. Achieve those goals and make it happen because life is not easy, people. Now, people, 
I love y'all. The boys are out, Chris J. Now, guess what, people? Shut up and listen and learn. I'm out. Peace.